Alright guys, so we are sitting here for our very first Cars and Bars <laughs> oh podcast, <my> and Dari is <laughs> insisting that she is not going to talk through this, and instead she's going to laugh through most of this, which is fine, but she's uh, she's going to talk more than uh, than she thinks. So, Ryan, Dari, what did uh, what'd you guys think of the race this weekend? Uh, I think a caution saved the race. I would absolutely agree with that and feel like about three more cautions would have even more saved the race. A caution and a loose wheel. Yes. Kevin Harvick's cruising to victory. Mm -hmm. Then he gets a loose wheel. So Mm -hmm. everybody gets to watch him battle back through the field. Yeah. And then we get a couple late cautions that make it entertaining. That's essentially how I took the race. Yeah. And the thing about it is, I mean, like, Kevin, Kevin Harvick was, he did this exact same thing in... In spring, I actually felt like spring was actually a little bit more entertaining because spring you had that little, that little, like burst of speed from Clint Boyer, like mm-hmm. right in the middle of the race where he was a, uh, you know, he was gleaming for a good chunk of time and it looked like it was going to be a ba- uh, a bigger battle, but realistically, outside of, uh, outside of that penalty and Kevin Harvick going, you know, going to having to go to the back of the pack, it was going to be it was going to be Kevin Harvick's race. Like that was the only thing that really put Almarola in the position to to lead that many you know that many laps yeah sorry what'd you think i thought it was pretty boring up until the last like (laughs) (laughs) 10 laps i had that on my computer and i had the football game on tv so i was trying to pay attention to both and the race was just everybody was going around going around like there were no there was nothing like it was entertaining because i was rooting for chase the entire time yeah but like there was really no action yeah until Chase won, and I <laughs> <laughs> Until joy. Chase won. Then everybody went crazy. Yeah. And, so. and, and this was one of the things that was, that was really good about, about Chase uh, this weekend. And this is, I, I feel like this has been, um, been different than what we've seen out of Chase before. But uh, when you look at Chase this weekend, no matter where he was at, he was always moving forward. Yeah. He was always coming through the field and like that that actually gave me a lot more confidence in chase at the uh you know um you know it was coming down to the restarts and you're looking at chase elliott versus you know versus almarola and i had actually had um i had quite a bit more confidence in, in chase to be able to pull out that win versus almarola even though almarola is you know he's got that stuart Haas equipment under him yeah, I feel I feel for Stuart Haas because they were one through four for such a long time, and then at the end of the day, mm-hmm. Almarola, Boyer, wreck out. Not sure what happened to Kurt Busch, and the winning the best car ended up finishing like eighth or something. Yeah, Kevin Harvick. Hey, where where did um where did all the Stuart Haas cars finish at the um at the Roval? I felt like they were uh, they were a little bit on the uh, um, on the quieter side at the uh, the Roval. I think they were very conservative in their approach because they knew as long as they finished in all likelihood they were all going to get through i mean almarola was the closest and the other three were through with ease but how many cars actually came out in one piece at the roval that's the question Sorry, that's a really good question <laughs> i mean i mean the um the roval i feel like the roval gave us a lot of what uh what people have, have wanted for a, a long time like there was a lot of cars that had some damage, but not not so much damage where the cars couldn't continue. And yeah. Like you see that a lot out of super speedway racing. Like you know, you'll have every car except seven or every car except five. You know, have some amount of damage by the end of the uh, the race, but 
you know, but you'll still have, you know, 20, 20 cars still continuing, you know, though they won't, won't have had, um, had so much that it knocks them out. Well, that's what duct tape is for. <laughs> it holds everything together. It is. It is. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But yeah, I think, um, I, I mean, I think overall, I definitely want to see, uh, want to see more of the, um, you know, more of the cars racing closer together. Like in, in Ryan, like I felt like there was there was definitely more action going through the pack. I don't know how much it was it was shown though. Yeah, I, that's one way NBC struggled in my opinion. They just stay stagnant in the top ten usually, where you know yesterday would have been a perfect opportunity to follow Kevin Harvick the last eighty laps of that race because he battled from a lap down to wherever he finished uh, ninth, and that would have been fun to see because. Until those cautions came, it was just Almirola with two-second lead, then whoever with, you know, just there wasn't much going on. So it would have been a great opportunity to watch somebody who's got the best car stroll through the field and see what they can do. It's like he finished sixth. And, and I would agree with that. I think, like, because you're, you're, uh, the, the broadcast focused a lot on the top, um, on the top cars, but it didn't, like you know you want to be you want to be entertained you don't just want to see you know 50 laps of okay th- these cars have two seconds between them and that's going to stay that way for the next you know 50 laps yeah i mean even if you're not a huge fan and you're watching and you see kevin harvick gets that penalty or has a loose wheel you understand he's the leader and arguably the best car so you know he's going to work his way through the field and you want to watch that absolutely and you, you didn't see really any of it no and and I, like, I feel like when, like lots of times when they're, they're going through the broadcast, one of the things that they, that they, that they need to be doing is, uh, you know, is, is looking at the, um, like just even looking at the times between the cars, because like you can go through the field, like even, you know, and, and see the, the distance between cars and go, oh, there's only a half a second between those cars. Like that's going to be a really good race. Like those two are, you know, one of them is close to overtaking the other. And you're absolutely right. Like watching a Kevin Harvick work his way through the field, or watching Chase Elliott did it had to do it early in the race, had to work his way through the field. So I think that would have been um, the way more, you know, quite a bit, quite a bit more entertaining. But I'd agree. I think uh, overall it was a little bit, you know, it was a little bit on the dull side until everything just went crazy there at the end. It was pretty cool to see Chase get number two. But so this brings us to our next question: Does Chase make it to Homestead? Hell yeah. <laughs> Why? Why? Because he's Chase Elliott. Like, I think he does. We're, we're, we're asking you to, uh, to, to, to vote with, with logic, not, not your emotions, sorry. <laughs> I just, from what I've seen and from what I saw um, at the race yesterday, that was yesterday, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's all, all a little hazy. Yes, yes, it was yesterday, yep. I don't know. I think he can do it. I think he's got the motivation and he's got the talent to make it through. Ryan, how about you, man? I think he makes it through because he's already. Lo- I don't think Dega's up in the air. Like anything can happen. I don't think Kansas is Hendrick's best track, let alone so also not Chase's. But then you look at Martinsville and ISM, two places he's always been really good, particularly ISM. You know, last year he arguably should have won it, finished second again. Plus, he's been his good really luck charm solid. will be at ISM. Because what? His good luck charm will be at ISM. Oh, his good luck charm will be at ISM? 
Oh, that's awesome. I, I'm, I'm sure that he will uh, need that to, uh, to make sure that he progress, uh, progresses through the Nothing field. Nothing like having a good luck charm you've never met, right? You got it. Exactly. Right. exactly. I think he gets through, though, because those two races in particular, he's got a really good chance to win, especially ISM. I mean, I can see three top tens easily, and if he wins one, he's obviously through for sure. Actually, and I, I agree with both of you, and um, I know I, I just told Dari not to, to vote with her emotions, but I'm, I'm, I'm voting with my emotions <laughs> a little bit. But I like, I, I'm looking at the field, and I, 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 you know, it's, it's kind of hard to see a Final Four without at least one Chevy in it. You know, Ford's been really strong, but it'd be, it'd be crazy to see like just Ford and Toyota. Um, and I look at it and go, man, if there's, if there, like, and, and not only that, but it's, it's crazy to think of like a, like, without, without a Hendrick driver, you know, threatening for a championship. Um, but, you know, I, I, I think that Chase Elliott has got, you know, Chase Elliott has got the best, um, you know, he's got the best Chevrolet. Like, I don't, I don't, I have not, I, I, I want to see Larson do better. You know, want to see Larson do better, but I don't think that it is. Um, I I don't think it's in the cards for Larson. And ISM has been good. And then we think back to uh, that that good old battle between you know between um, you know between uh, um Chase and, and and Denny Hamlin there, where Chase Elliott just about got his first win at Martinsville. So if we look at it and go, man, he's he's already through to the next round. Then we see a mile and a half, and we see. We see two, you know, we see two tra- two other tracks that Chase Elliott, you know, Ch- Chase Elliott, you know, has been good at. Uh, I think that Chase Elliott makes it through. NASCAR needs someone to surprise in the Homestead Championship and preferably win. Yes. If you can have someone take down the big three, particularly one of the young kids like Chase, that'd be huge for the sport. Yes. No, I I totally agree. And um, so how um. How many of the uh, the Stuart Haas cars do you guys think make it make it to uh, make it to Homestead? I'm still only going one. Only one. Four of them in there, man. Only one. I don't. I mean, Almirola can't finish. I know he's got got a little unlucky with cautions. Okay. Um, and then Clint Boyer and Kurt Busch. I mean, I think they have a shot. But if we want, you know, so let's say Chase, Harvick are in. So then you got two spots, and two of those drivers that are opting for those are Kyle Busch and Martin Truex, mm-hmm. who clearly have a little more talent and better equipment, in my opinion. Maybe not equipment-wise, but if you if you put them together. <coughs> so you, you think that, I mean, that looking at the big three, it's pretty much just a granted that those guys are... I think are, it's hard to bet against them. Are, are in, and with the playoff points that they've accumulated. Yeah. That's probably true. I mean, so. if I had to, if I had to pick a second Stuart Haas guy to get in, it'd be Kurt Busch. He's consistent. Clint Boyer either is usually top ten or Rex. So, so that's basically that's what we're talking about for Homesteaders. We're talking about the big three and Chase Elliott. I mean, if I was a gambling person, those are the four I would pick right now. So you take the entire Penske stable out of the equation. Ryan Blaney's got a lot of Joey upside. doesn't make it. Joey's been very average this year for Penske standards, in my opinion. If anybody's going to knock Chase out or one of the big three, it's Brad. Okay. But I don't know if it'll happen. <laughs> <laughs> Dyer, what do you think? How I many? Like how many? How many Stuart Haas? 
I'm going with two. You're going with two. Yes. Two? Wow, so, so half the final four is made up by Sura <laughs> Yes. All right, who, who, are the, who are the two Sura drivers that make it? I'm going with Kevin and Eric. I'm on a first name basis with them. <laughs> <laughs> well, Eric Amarola is not making the championship. I, I, I don't know. I always like rooting for the underdog, so... I don't think you can Me call too, anybody I, in Surahas equipment an underdog. I'd love it if none of the big three made it, but I don't. I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't see four people beating out the big three. There's no way. We'll see. How does that even happen? Like, even if all four of them wrecked out at Talladega, would all? Well, I'm sorry, all three of them wreck out. Would all three of them have to wreck out at Talladega and and Kansas? Kansas? Sure. Oh my god! Anything can happen because all they need is a forty-five point gap or something. To be mm-hmm. guaranteed through. Yeah. Because you have winning gives you 40, and then mm-hmm. you're, there's the bonus points that you can get. Yes. Which I think it might be. If they have a 44-point gap, they're clear. Right, because they can they can go into they can go into a round and have an entire race, you know, like, uh, you know, be cleared by an entire race. They could not start, in theory. We have to start per playoff rules. But if they didn't, they would surrender up to 44 points and still be good enough. Right, and I don't know. There's there's some people that might that might um you know might have an issue with that with you know going well you know this this person's all, you know essentially already all the way through the next round he could sit down you know not start another race but I don't I don't, I don't really have any too much of an issue with that because you know it, like it's it happened before. You for being that good in the regular season. Yeah, and like there's you know like under any point system you know before this you've been able to possibly clinch the you know the the championship even before the last race yeah a lot of the uproar about the playoffs is you know the best driver might not win the championship but all these playoff points give them the best shot too like you look at i think it was uh kyle bush who won the regular season and had however many playoff points and that gives him the best opportunity to get to homestead yes and then he's so you still give your best regular season performers the best chance with all those playoff points now they still have to perform just like you always did. If you dominated the regular season, you could still screw up in the chase and not win it. You got it. Yeah. You could still, I mean, and, you know, in Jimmy Johnson, you know, had won five championships because he was exactly the opposite. He could, he, you know, Jimmy Johnson always had a good beginning of the season, then a kind of a medium, you know, like a mediocre middle of the season, but he was just always freaking good down the stretch, man. Mm-hmm. Those last 10 races were always built for Jimmy Johnson. And that's that's how we freaking won five in a row. Yep. So, but um, but, I. Uh, yeah, and I I like the way the new point system is. I like I like the fact that it gives you enough of a buffer where if you absolutely killed it, in the um in, the regular season, then you've got a really good chance at having that carry you through, to Homestead because. Like you, you remember, you remember what what happened that uh, that really changed that, right? That really put the uh, the extra bonus points into play, right? I have to refresh my memory. So uh, William Byron had that uh, that um, that season where he was uh, in trucks. He had four wins on the season, got to Phoenix, and then he he blew uh, blew an engine, and it was it was something like it was like in, in the last ten laps. He had four wins. He had clearly the best um, the best. Uh, um, best, uh, best, uh, you know, uh, best season, and did not even get a chance to, you know, to, to to fight for the championship. So, that's the big pro, I think, with the playoffs. Mm-hmm. 
because your biggest advocates of it are that it's a playoff system you know, before it gets eliminated, and your biggest you know haters of it, if you will, think that the best driver doesn't win. Well, they still have the best shot, just like in the chase they did, because they were the best car all season. Kyle Busch has still been the best all season. He still has to perform in the playoffs, and it's just not the chase. Hey, Dario, let me ask you, like, what, what do you think of the, um, the playoff, you know, playoff format? Like, you know, how do you, like, do you think it's, it's pretty easy to understand? Like, do you, do you, do you understand, like, everything that's... I'm, no, I'm still trying to figure it out. All right, so are you try, trying to figure out the playoff points, or are you trying to figure out, uh, I'm trying to figure out, uh, like, like, you understand, like, the, the cards that, you know, highest in points transfer, or the highest in points transfer, like, you, you get all that, right? Yeah, that's common sense. Okay. All right. So, what do you what do you not get about the? No, it's just I don't know. It's different in the case that like. It's not just the person who, wins, like. That it matters. I don't know. Like, if you place, then, your increase in points. I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. I yes. still am trying to figure everything out. That's correct. But so it's like theoretically you could make it all the way without even, winning anything. You could. So. Yes. Yes. Like, you could actually win the championship without ever having won a race. Like, that's just a crazy aspect to me. And who are the ones left that didn't win? Who are the ones left that, that, that haven't won Who yet? are still in the playoffs that haven't won this year? Eric Almarola has not won this year. And, uh, Did Bowman get through? I think he did. Bowman's still in. Yeah. He hasn't won. And Bowman hasn't won yet. Um, Laney didn't win until the playoffs. Right. And I think I think that's it. I think it's just um, just those two because the rest of it's because everyone else is Stuart Haas has won. Because Kurt Busch won, Clint Boyer, Clint Boyer, and obviously Kevin Harvick. Penske's won. Penske's won, Chase and then won. obviously you know Chase won, and um, Kyle. and Kyle and Martin. And Martin. Martin. Yes. Yep. So yes, it could happen. Correct. It could happen. Has it happened? No. From a NASCAR perspective, NASCAR better hope it never happens. Didn't didn't Kevin Matt Kenseth win his without ever winning a race? But that was in the playoffs, though. No, not in the playoffs. Yeah. No, but that was that did happen in yes. the chase. Yes. Now it actually funny funny enough, like like that's been an argument for years that somebody could win a championship without ever having um, having won a race. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was one of the reasons that they said, okay, well, we have to make wins mean, mean, mean so much more. But the funny thing was, is that the very first year that they implemented, like, the new system where you, like, you know, win and get through, it almost happened that somebody won the championship without winning a race. Jeez. It was Ryan Newman did not win a race all season and finished second at Homestead. Ryan Newman was one position away from like that. I, like if he, if he would have if he would have won, I mean if he would have won that race, then okay, you go all right. Well, you know, hey man, you know you you find, you you did win a race for the season. You won the one that mattered. Yeah. Um, but it almost it was one position away from winning without having without you know winning a race. It's just that's crazy how you go into playoffs without winning anything. Like because in like football. Well, that's that's the big thing. Yeah. Why people don't like the big three? They uh-huh. they won like over half the races. So in an ideal NASCAR scenario, the full sixteen will have won a race. Yeah, that would be but ideal. When you have three of them winning half of the twenty six races, mm-hmm. you're not gonna have sixteen different drivers win a race. And maybe we need better drivers. There's a lot of ifs, ands, or buts. There, there is, there is, but 
um actually if you go back like years i know because like i I went back and um and did this like i started just going back to to see it's um, hard because to get 16 different winners in 26 races it is it is it's just like most seasons even before that like even if you're going back to like i think i went back to the 90s and even in the 90s most seasons only had 12 different winners but still like you don't win in the regular season you don't win in the playoffs and then and you're still if, fighting for yeah. a championship. You're still win the championship, yes. Okay, like, but... How does that make sense? But here's the thing, is is that there are still... There's still football teams, there's still basketball teams that get into the playoffs without having winning seasons. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> yeah, it happens. Yeah, it's just... Now, like I, I, I would, I would see like the first, the first time under this system, like the first time somebody wins the championship and and never having win the race, then I would look at it and say, yep, okay, I see the issue. But just like fight, fighting, like being in the fight without without having won a race, I get that. And part of that is because it's racing has always allowed you to fight for a championship even if you haven't won a race, just based on high performance, you know, based on... I mean, if you finish in the top five every week... Yeah, I get that. Yeah. I get that. Okay. I understand. <laughs> no, I understand where you're coming from. Like, I hear what you're saying. Okay. So. All right. It's just... It's mind-blowing. It's it just is. something I have to get used to as a new fan to the sport. It is different. I will agree, I will agree with you on that. It is different. Yes. All right, so... <laughs> does Ford win a championship this year. I'm going to go no. You're going to go no. I only see one getting in the final four. Mm. And me being a fan for a second, I don't want to see Kevin Harvick win the championship. (laughs) So I'm going to go no. Okay. In a perfect scenario, a young kid, whether it's Blaney, Larson, or Chase, is going to win. Or okay. Bowman, I guess, but that's very unlikely. So I'm going to go no, because the entire Ford stable is tenured and veteran, and I don't want to see a veteran win. Oh, well, no, no, no. Now you're, you're, like you're, you're going emotional on this. Let's, let's ask. Look, I don't, I don't want to do see, that, you can't yeah. I don't want to see a veteran win the championship. You don't want to, but... Because it's, it'll be so good for the sport if a young kid can pull off the championship. Totally agree with that, but... Do I think a Ford wins? No, I don't think a Ford wins. <laughs> there's, there's no way you're going to say yes to this. I don't think a Ford wins. Okay, all right. So you don't think that out of both the Penske stable and the Stuart Haas stable, you don't think that um, you don't think that a, uh, that a Ford wins in Homestead? I see maybe two Fords getting in, so they'll have a 50% chance, and I'll okay. take my shot. All right. And in a month and a half, we'll revert back to our first ever podcast, and I will prove you guys right. All right. I haven't said anything. You can't prove me right. I can prove you right. It's on the recording right here. All right. So I'm going to go no. What about you? You're going to go no. Okay. All right. Dari, what do you think? How many years what was has the it, question again? How many years has it been since Ford, since Ford won? What was the last Ford championship? Was it Kenseth or was it Bush? I think it was Kenseth, wasn't it? Kenseth playing his after Bush? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Does Ford win the championship this year? Um, no, because Chase Elliott isn't. 
still still not allowed to argue based on emotion. I don't care. I'm not arguing based on emotion. All right. So we've got Ryan over here saying no chance that Ford wins. There's a chance. My I'm going with no. Okay. All right. And Dari is just gonna go ahead and say straight up Chase wins. Yes. She's she's on on her bracket. Um, she <laughs> has. Oh my! I'm actually looking at her bracket. Dari, you can't actually put. Chase Elliott as your Fine. eight, your four, and, and your one. You can't write Chase Elliott four times. That's not. It's <laughs> not not how these things work. All I right. I don't have to write them. I don't have to write them. <laughs> All right. Um, and I, you know, I, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say that Ford wins the championship this year. Are we gonna bet on it? I'm gonna say that. Uh, man, I feel like Kevin Harvick is. I feel like Kevin Harvick, maybe, maybe Brad. He won in twenty four. I don't like Brad. But Brad can't win. If Brad wins, <laughs> I'm gonna be pissed. But I, I think, I think Ford wins. I don't understand her hate for Brad. <laughs> I, I don't either. Brad is a great dude. Yeah, he, lo- he loves America. Just, He's got a family, kids. He does. So? And and he like you know he, he, he his mouth shut like he he grew, the car. he he grew up like in the sport. Like Brad can actually like work on the car. Like, like, Brad can actually build his own car from the ground up. Like, Brad is more than just a driver. Like, Brad's actually, a, like, a, like, a racer. That's great so for I'm, him. I'm, like, congrats. Why don't you like him? <laughs> There's just something about him that I don't like. Okay, we can't factor in his I, personal, I can't, his physical attributes. I can't. <laughs> That's not why. Okay, I can't pin why. what it is. I just, I don't like him. There's something about he just seems like an asshole. Like so Dari doesn't like the cut of his jib. Okay. It's like Tom Brady. I don't. I don't like Tom Brady. Right. I can't pick right. him. Congrats. Actually, I can. He's an UG ambassador, and I just don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tell us how you really feel. So. So, um, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, and say that um, that. Right now, Ford has got a lot figured out with the cars, and I think that they're going to have a really, really good chance of winning the championship. So I'm, I'm gonna, I would bet on Ford winning the championship this year. Um, they'll have, they'll have that Mustang body coming in next year, and they're definitely going to have their hands full. I feel like, I feel like, Ford wins this year, and it'll be great. Like you know, Homestead, Homestead is. You know that that EcoBoost four hundred. You know Ford sponsoring that that you know the championship race. It's you know Ford championship weekend. So I'd say that a Ford wins, and I say that uh, next year they're gonna have a lot of struggles with that Mustang, the way that Chevy had the struggles with the Camaro this year. I say that uh, that next year is gonna be a uh, tough fought battle between between uh, between Toyota and Chevy. That's that's what I would say. Their last title was in two thousand four, by the way. Four by who was it? Was it Kurt Busch or, or Matt Kenseth? Kurt Busch. Oh, Kurt Busch was a more recent one. There you go. All right. So what? When was when? When did Matt Kenseth win his? Um. All right. So we. I'll have our uh, our bets for the uh, for the championship race, and we'll be following along uh, following along eagerly as we go through uh, through Talladega here. And um, and Dari's gonna go ahead and uh, and double down on her bet that uh, that our boy Chase is gonna is gonna take it all the way uh, take it all the way through, and um, he's gonna put a uh, 
put a Chevrolet in um in Victory Lane here at yes. Homestead and um and you know for that, you know, Dari's not sorry.